0: Hey everybody, we're um, here today with Cameron Lester from Leader Fishing Company. Uh, Cameron's a fishing guide, he's he's kind of all over the board here in the state. Um, does everything from trout, um, hybrids, hybrids on greers, Lights, light tackle, smallmouth, um, whatever. We're coming to you from the campsite actually at Sillimore, um, it's... Late November. It's really cold outside. Most people aren't thinking about fishing this time of year. They're thinking about deer hunting, duck hunting and all that stuff. Yeah, cold
1: November too.
0: It has been really cold. I slept outside yeah, in warm. a hammock last night. Twenty two degrees. degrees and it was awesome.
1: I can vouch for that, everybody. He <laughs> was he was all night he bet um, bet the campsite fee that he could stay outside all night long. It happened.
0: And it was worth it.
1: Twenty two degrees.
0: Um but yeah, we're In the middle of the duck hunting split here in Arkansas, Um, I'm not very mad at the deer right now, so I took an opportunity to come up here and stay a couple days uh, with my buddy Cameron here, and we're doing some camping, doing some fishing, and enjoying the Arkansas outdoors.
1: Heck yeah, man.
0: Uh, Cameron, tell me a little bit about your your guide service, um, how you got into it, and what you do. Cool, man.
1: So, um, First of all, thanks for having me on man it's uh it's cool to you know this is the first time i've been i've only, i've done three episodes on my podcast but i haven't ever gotten interviewed so this is so cool to be
0: in a different format
1: yeah like yeah. you know following following your lead on on everything so thank you first of all yeah. uh but i uh yeah I, I own and operate uh leader fishing company um I don't have a, it's not a, there's not a physical location or shop or anything, but, um, basically just operate a guide service, uh, I've got, um, a pretty good, um, stand of boats and, um, equipment for pretty much anything you could want to do in Arkansas with, with a fishing rod, um, we're, we're set up to do just about anything, um. Most of the time, I'm guiding on on the tailwaters on Arkansas, you know, for for trout, uh, rainbows and brown. Uh, Explain
0: to the people that aren't educated in the fishing world, what do you mean by tailwaters?
1: A tailwater is anything below a dam. So, uh, with like uh, natural flowing rivers or rivers that aren't dammed, flows are determined strictly a lot of times by runoff rain um this and that Uh, whereas in a tailwater um it's strictly what the u.s corps of engineers decides to release from the dam so let's say and, and that can be either determined by power demand or from the lake level being too high Gotcha. Um,
0: so, like yesterday, we went and fished the Norfolk River.
1: Yep. Which
0: we were. It's a four-mile river. You said below Norfolk. Lake Norfolk uh-huh. um, that dumps into the White River. Yep. And I noticed yesterday when we got there, the water was flowing really good, really fast. Within two hours, it slowed down and completely changed on us. Yep.
1: So, Pretty cool, huh? Seeing up. Go. Up. So. I tell everybody a lot of times when we're driving up the river in the mornings we're a lot of days we're on falling water fishing, you know um that's most of the people that I guide um you know we just want to go out and catch some fish and have a good day. Of course, you know we, we, in certain scenarios we try to go after big fish, but most of the time we're just out having fun you know with with catching fish and being on the water so i fish fall in water a lot and um going upstream first thing in the morning i always tell my clients i'm like you know notice the water level pick a spot on this rock right here and then when we come back by this afternoon i want you to look at your spot and see you know that we can actually look and see oh my gosh that that spot is two feet lower than when it was when i drove by you know first first thing in the morning so um, on falling water, uh, it, it can happen, you know, it can happen really quick. So I fish falling water a lot. Uh, we were taught, what was your question you asked me about?
0: Uh, it was just explaining what the tailwaters oh, were. I no. got off on a rabbit
1: <laughs> yeah. trail. Um, sorry everybody. But yeah, so, uh, with falling water, it, it can fall really, really quickly once they shut those generators down because there's no, you know, at that point there's no source. Uh, it's like you open up a source and it's a raging river. Yeah. Most of the time it's either all or nothing depending on where you're at on the white river and North Fork it's a little different. They, their flows are, I would think a little cause the White's so much bigger. Yeah. Um, the little red, if they open generators, it's usually all the way open and it's huge blast of water. It's, it, it comes you know it's a 11 foot vertical rise um and it's just a really hard push it's so much difference weird the the way the water um on the little red versus the white north fork and i think anybody that fishes the little red a lot knows exactly what i'm talking about how like on the little red you have to use so much more weight and the hydraulics i guess are different you know the way that the water because the river bottoms are different yeah, um, there's a lot of gravel and and limestone up here, and a little red. We don't have that. We have bigger, you know, chunk uh, shale rock and stuff like that. So uh, different landscape, different rivers, but still beautiful. A I lot guess of all that
0: plays in to for from everything from how you fish to what you fish with, and all that just the, oh, the demographic of the river ever changing bottom.
1: Ever changing. I mean, like. Like you noticed from yesterday morning, and this happens, believe it or not, a lot, like when, which we got out there at kind of a weird time, usually we start like eight, and so you're going to at least have a few hours of the conditions you start with uh, most of the time. Like we got there at like, I don't know what time, it's ten, or 10 yeah. something like that. And so as soon as we got out there, you know, I didn't really pay close attention to the schedule i just knew they were running a couple of units out of norfolk and we were able to run the jet up norfolk and you could tell like when i was like well they just shut them off and then it was that instant excuse me that the water started falling it and it out. went from literally while we were, to we were sitting
0: there holding on to a tree that uh one of the other guys with the thing he got it um his line hung up in so we went over there to kind of get him untangled and literally in the four minutes or five minutes that we were sitting there we went from floating in six inches of water to yeah. pretty much having to push the boat off the rocks it fell out so fast
1: yep and well and norfolk is exaggerated more uh, like that's that happens quicker on the norfolk because it's such a short river short, yeah um it's only four miles so once they shut those things off. It falls out really quick. And somebody that know, you know, somebody that's, you know, I got on the North Fork and White, like here and there is needed or as like I'll come up here when the water's high on the little red. The little red's kind of home. And yeah. then, you know, I'll come up here several times a month and, you know, and typically kind of limit it to the lower North Fork and to kind of the lower sections of the White River because uh, it's closer to home for me. Um, and plus there's just usually not that much traffic down there, so yeah. you can go have a good time. There's lots of nice fish. and
0: So we're talking specifically trout for this, uh, this part, but, um, where else in Arkansas would you trout fish? Of course, we've got the White River, we've got the North Fork where we're at here specifically. You've got the Little Red. Um, we kind of got out on Sillimore Creek this morning, did a little bit of wade fishing, um, where else might you go in Arkansas if you wanted to go catch some trout?
1: Man, um, so in the wintertime, they'll, I know they'll, they'll put trout. If you live in a city, they'll put trout in ponds, stuff that normally won't hold trout all year. Yeah. They'll put trout in, in the wintertime. Um, but year round, um, the spring river, it's got, yeah. it is beautiful. And it's beautiful. It's got spring. trout, nice Anybody trout. thinks
0: of the Spring River, they think of floating and, and Drinking
1: a beer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And at the, the, the time, I the fish of the North, or the uh, Spring River was, you know, middle of winter, cold, plenty of trout to be caught, Just caught, you know, sunfish. A um, guy I was with caught a really nice cutthroat, you know, I mean. Um, I think that's one section or one piece of river that people from a certain part of the state know about and, and use
0: Yeah.
1: because you got to think not, not everybody's an hour to the little red, you know, two yeah. hours to the white. Uh, you may live, if you live down in Camden, you know, you're driving five hours to, I mean it's it's yeah. what, three hours to Little Raw? From maybe? yeah,
0: from central Arkansas, yeah.
1: So and then another hour. Let's and a talk half, for our really. southern
0: Arkansas friends. Where's the closest spot for them to go catch trout fish they want
1: to? I, I think below oh so I think they put trout in below the dams hot springs. Take that with a grain of salt. Okay,
0: are we talking um Um
1: there's what what uh Catherine, is it like it's
0: Catherine, like Catherine. Yeah. you got katherine hamilton washington there all three
1: i think that below those dams they they put some trout That's in there okay. um
0: i've done some uh, other than that i'm sure
1: some here i i mean let me let me get on that real quick here, but we can find that out and i'll 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 do that here in a minute and we'll let everybody know but okay. i i think if i if I said a certain place right now, I'd probably be wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't get down south as much as I need to. Yeah. But there's so, a lot of pretty country down there. Though You get into the, around Hot Springs and the Washita National Forest, and it's you're like, holy crap, I didn't know this was down here. Yeah. You know, it looks like you're...
0: Buffalo River. Trout on Buffalo?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. God, Try the, beautiful. The buffalo. beautiful. Now, they're going to run into the buffalo from the white, so... Okay your best time to catch trout on the white are going to be when it's cold. Okay. Um, because those water temps on the buffalo are going to be down and yeah. kind of like better for trout. Yeah. But the rest of the time, there's smallmouth that are wild on the buffalo, and they're a freaking blast to catch.
0: Smallmouth are fun. Yeah.
1: I and mean you they catch are, them kind of the yeah. same way. You fish them just like yeah. you do trout in there. I mean, it's no big deal. It just, their flow, I think, water level and flow is important. Yeah. Uh, they're like you have to check the gauges if, if you're gonna fish a river before you go like the one thing i would tell everybody growing up like i can't tell you how many times we were gonna go to the down to ramsey and fish right yeah. leave and uh we'd get to ramsey and the water would be up really high you know up to the the, the rail the guardrail there and it was like well just fishing's gonna suck today or it's gonna be terrible. Can't wait today. Yeah. And now it's like I pull up my put my app on my smartphone, yeah, you know, pull it up and I can tell you exactly where the water's gonna be, when it's gonna be there, how high it's gonna be, how fast it's gonna fall, all that stuff. What a, what app is it? So like? that's U S A C E uh US Army Corps of Engineers. Okay. Little Rock District. And okay. it's on itunes it's on the apple or um, google play but great great app if you fish any water in arkansas like it's got lake levels it's got forecasted lake levels you can tell how much lakes are going to rise temperatures all that good stuff usgs is on there so any creek that you you know it's got all the temperatures and creek levels on there really really great resource if you if you play around with it, because before you take off on a trip or planning a trip, you need to know what, if, if it's a river, uh, you need to know what level it's going to fish best at, I think, you know, yeah. it. and you're, all, you, you might be able to catch fish on lots of different river yeah. levels, but um, yeah, really, really check the levels and make sure you're not going to go to the little red or to the white to, to wade and you get in there and they've got, all the generators on and floodgates open. And <laughs> and it's you,
0: 20 foot high.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. really hot, which, you know, if, you, if you're if you in a boat and doing certain things and catch fish and yeah. whatever, but for the majority of people that just want to go enjoy a weekend of fishing or waiting and relaxation at a reasonable cost, high water is not the time to do it, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So,
0: and that's a good uh, app. I use it for, for duck hunting a lot. You know, we monitor um the white river the cash river and all those man and i check that thing on the daily even when i'm not hunting or fishing just to see what the water's doing um and i know how it right. helps me keep track of that so
1: yeah man and the whatever they i mean you know whatever water they run here is ultimately gonna wind up down there yeah isn't that crazy exactly yeah about, like, oh yeah yeah same water that you, you were catching trout in God,
0: i was hunting out uh you know Augusta area monitor some white river water levels a couple of weeks ago duck hunting and it's amazing to go fish the white river up here and i don't know how far we are we're probably 90 100 miles downstream from augusta or upstream it's a completely different river up here than it is down there, and it's it's awesome right. to see see the differences
1: in. Landscape changes yeah. so quickly here, too. Like, coming from the mountains to, yeah. the, you know, you keep heading east, you yes. get flat land. This is one of the very few places in Arkansas
0: where you will see a a T-post that is drove into a rock. <laughs> We've seen many of them yesterday. You do not want to be a fence builder around this area.
1: Uh, it'd be a, you have to had to pay a lot of money for me to drive. Man. Want to drive fence posts all day? To Um, to want to do it, I should say.
0: (laughs) So trout species Uh, here in Arkansas, we've got the rainbow and we've got the brown. What else do we have? have, Whatever
1: we have, cutthroat. Okay. Um, Now that's the cutthroat are going to be in uh, the White River, North Fork, and Spring River. Yep. And uh, that's it. Our browns are. Wild they're a wild strain of of brown trout, okay, so um the brown you now, I don't what I know about the brown trout on the white river system or on the white river is limited compared to what I know about the browns on the little red, uh but i I'm pretty sure they're originally when they were put in the rivers here, they were the same strain of fish so the same strain of brown, brown trout um our brown trout come from the Bitterroot river in montana on the little red i don't know for sure um now they they put the eggs in the river in these special boxes uh that this guy designed just for it um and over time the browns you know the eggs were able to successfully hatch in the river they put them Try like to go where they were born to spawn, uh, on gravel bars and stuff. So they put the eggs on gravel bars and good spawning habitat. And long story short, by 1992, there was a world record caught out of the Little Red. There's been world records up here as well in the White North Fork. Um, I think because world records you,
0: out of Arkansas.
1: Oh yeah, isn't that cool? That but it is awesome. Yeah, it's it's a you almost get these like the fish. The way that they feed, I think, may be different because it's they're tailwater fish. You know, they, and the climate here is mild, I would, you know. I, Compared to your compar- Colorado's, Montana's. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you have, so, you could almost tell a difference. Like, when, when I went up, not saying that fish don't eat when it's cold because fish I have to eat, but uh, going up to Minnesota and just fishing up there a little bit the last couple years... And I go up there in the spring right after everything thaws, and it's really, really good. I think it's crazy to see the difference in the, a fish's willingness to eat up there. It doesn't, you know, it's just like totally different game, I think, on fish that don't see lures year round versus fish that see flies and lures year round. Our trout here our brown trout even our you know our other trout whatever you want to call them the rainbows and a lot of fish were stocked anyway you know yeah. it doesn't matter what fish you're talking about
0: to get educated
1: like, fish are fish are stocked i mean that yeah. is what it is today yeah. if guess what's going to happen if like people talk a lot about a stalker fish but what they don't realize is that at one point in time pretty much everything was put in there you know yeah and from there what happens it just so happens that with the rainbow trout they don't really successfully spawn um because of that stock dna i, I guess yeah. so the browns have the wild bitter root dna the rainbows are stock dna um the browns spawn in the fall uh there's a big like I don't know with fly fit in the fly fishing world and trout fishing. There's a huge stigma with fishing for brown trout when they're spawning. Is it kind of like,
0: kind of like taboo? Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. Like leave well, them it, alone and let them spawn and let them reproduce. Yeah, well and don't jack with them because they're gonna be fishing. It's, I'm sure it's super easy when they're spawning
1: it is that's taking yeah it's when we bass fish you know it's taking candy it, it's it literally is the difference between <clears throat> catching bass and that's right now one thing i'm kind of thinking about a lot is for for years and years i've been like you know and i still if i had one way or another right now i'd say you know no fishing during the spawn or no fishing on the reds but like i've said before like if game and fish is saying and the biologists that have degrees and know about this stuff way more than i do are telling the general public you know like it's legal to fish here this time of year this the numbers from our surveys are reflecting you know that this needs to happen and these need to be the laws then how is it they wouldn't do anything that was bad for the fishery, I don't think, intentionally. Yeah. Intentionally. yeah. So.
0: Oh, I agree. It's I, like, why
1: is a spawning brown different than a spawning bass in our. You know, like, yeah. why? Well, what I the like hell that. is the. They're beautiful trophy fish, and, like, it's not just easy to have. Because, like, a bass, you can put in a lake, and they're going to. Like, trout have to have certain habitat to spawn. So maybe that's what it is. You know, it has to. Everything has to line up right. The water's got to be a certain. You know, it's got to be a cold water stream, um, like one of our tailwaters. They, they have to have the right gravel bottom. Um, everything's got to line up. And then you have to have the fry that successfully, you know, make it after they hatch. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And maybe one of these days I'll know a lot more about it. But right now it's just,
0: yeah.
1: you know, I, I do guide during the spawn. You know, like I and I i'm not going to sit here and say that we don't drift through the river um you know i'll drift a lot of days from the dam all the way down to lobo which is you know quite a good stretch around 15 16 17 miles river in a day on a guide trip that we cover and sure we drift through areas where fish are probably spawning somewhere but it's usually on high water and you know it's just kind of something that just happens and just keep drifting down the river and fishing yeah so
0: so, um, between the three species, uh, give me some differences in how you fish them, why you fish them. The, the fun, you know, is one of them a, a more fighting? Do they, you know, So tell me the difference between the three besides the colors. We know the colors.
1: Um, rainbows are definitely more acrobatic, I would say, and not as smart um man it just these fish get educated they're they're they're
0: they're no different than deer you know bass fish they see these things thrown at them seven days a week the ones that are these world record fish man somebody got lucky because that fish lived a long time without biting a hook and getting stuck on a wall yep so
1: well it makes you think too about how many are there that that no human ever sees yeah just die and, because we probably only see 10% of the big fish in a river, I would think, you know, 20% that get caught, you know, the others die of yeah. the old age, whatever, and they drift, I mean, I would think, you know, just belly up and bye-bye. Get caught on a rock somewhere. There you go, drift yeah. down the river. Um. So, I don't, I think that's cool, too, is thinking about...
0: Predator birds, of course,
1: you know. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we saw that big otter yeah. yesterday. Yeah. These otters are... That was too? a big. I mean, like thinking about an otter, you think, "Oh, that's cute," but it was that was a big otter. Yeah. I mean, like that was. I don't want to yeah. like it was, was just thirty five pounds. Yeah, when I you mean, think thirty five pounds, yeah, it like, yeah, was a good one. Forty pound. I yeah. mean, it was looked like a dog. Yeah. in the water swimming around over yeah. there. Um, but yeah, that was uh, so the rainbows are acrobats. Uh, they're not as smart, but you can catch a lot of them in are just a blast to catch yeah. i mean some days are more fun than others some days like you're like holy crap these fish are fighting hard you know and yeah. i think it has something to do with oxygen levels barometric pressures and stuff we don't understand yeah. some days they, the fish just fight harder than other days um i can always tell in any guide i know if, if by some chance there's a, a fishing guide or a guy that fishes on the river a lot and catches rainbows and browns you can tell when you hook a brown trout versus a rainbow trout like a brown a will brown will stay on the bottom of the river and run on the bottom um if he's heavy enough to you know if yeah. he's if he's heavy enough to max the you know your rod out and your your line that you have out then he's going to stay on the bottom and he's going to just run the bottom you're never going to see him until you know a few seconds before you land it most of the time um rainbows are they come up they and wound. jump and yeah. go all over place. It's, it's a lot of fun seeing some cool jumps and um, they're not usually not huge fish. I mean, twelve to sixteen inches, you know, but they're solid muscle. They fight current all the time and a lot of fun to catch. I mean, if yeah. if you're what if you want something fun, just fun to do to just go fish and catch some fish, our rainbow trout here are. Um, now, if you catch a nice rainbow, uh, throw throw the thing back. If you're going to keep rainbows to eat, keep little, you know, keep Dink Stalker rainbows. Yeah. Like, you know, don't.
0: Uh, are they all good I, to I eat? They're Which ones all are better? They're all, the same.
1: They're all, the same. They're all the same. They're all the same. All the same. Come all the same. All exactly. That's the thing with, that's why with our brown trout, we're like, kind of, like, why, why wouldn't you? throw them throw back. back if they they're if, if they're, they're more not scarce a species in rainbows right yes no, well i mean browns no i wouldn't say well if there are you you're just not going to see them as much they're naturally nocturnal gotcha. feeders like they they like low light conditions yep. think of brown trout like a big buck yep uh, think of a big brown like a big buck you never like most of the year you never see them yep. only time of year you see them is when they're spawning um or when they're running up to spawn or there's a certain event going on, like there's a ton of bugs or a ton of shad or whatever in the river, and they're just out gorging. Yeah. Um, that would be considered an event, like a big bug hatch or the shad kill up here. Yeah. But other than that, you don't really just see them on the little red. A lot of, the White River is so you know aquarium water and clear that you'll drive upstream and you'll see them just kind of hanging out, sunning on gravel bars a lot of times. But uh, the brown trout, are, they're definitely kind of more more like your trophy fish big big bug type of thing if you catch one i mean take a good take a picture and the thing is i tell everybody like if you plan i'm not saying catch and release everything or whatever by any means because i think there has to be a balance of catch and release and catch and keep um, or everything gets thrown off but one thing i would say is if you plan on releasing a fish Of any kind, like the most, the the best thing you can do for that fish is let them rest after you catch them. If you're going to release it. Yeah. So imagine by that. Imagine you're in, so imagine you get in a fist fight with somebody. Or like, you know, like like you're in a, doing some, you did some MMA stuff years and years ago. I I remember years ago. Yeah. And I, so imagine you were in a fight and then somebody holds your head underwater for, 25 seconds to take a picture
0: yeah
1: this, that, wow that would right like, <laughs> yeah but it's yeah. the exact same yeah. thing like these the fish fights for its life until you physically it can't overpower you and then you get it in and, and pull it out of its pull water, it out yeah. The water well, that's it, yeah it doesn't until you think about it though it's like you don't think about it until you think about it and then so the what i do is like if somebody catches a a fish that I'm like, we don't want to take a chance of killing this thing. Like, let's, well, just take your time. It's not, if it's in a net, if it's in the water, not going to hurt a thing, let it rest. Let it sit there. Don't let it go belly up. You know. Are we talking about let after it you've
0: got it out of the water or after you, when no, you're after,
1: it back in? I, no, after you, well, before you put it in, but, but as soon as you net the fish. Yep. You know, by all means, net it, get the hook out of its mouth or whatever. Real quick, I'm not saying don't, Pull out of the water for a half second or two seconds, but yeah. let it just let it sit in the net in the water and chill, yeah. just like you would if you know you fought. You need a you know round ones over, go take a breather sit in the corner there, for water, you know a couple seconds, and then
0: take some deep breaths and get ready to go again. Yeah. And
1: so that's what it does. You'll be able to tell when the fish is ready to go. Like you'll yeah. feel them start moving, and you, yeah, you really you really do. I mean, it's not yeah. very noticeable just take your time yeah. um if it takes 20 more seconds and just take 20 seconds and yeah. if you're gonna release it because
0: and don't just i'd chunk rather you it keep back it in the water yeah just,
1: I'd, I'd rather you just... keep it than throw it back and it die. yeah so if you're gonna catch a big fish make sure that you know you're not holding it out of the water for yeah. five minutes doing pictures and all this other yeah take Sure, take ten minutes to do pictures, but let that fish rest. Let it for a sit in the water
0: while. while you're getting your phone
1: or your yeah. camera out to get your pictures. That doesn't hurt a thing. Yeah, does not hurt a thing. To, okay. If you got the right net that you should have, then won't hurt a thing to let that fish sit in the water. That's
0: that's good. That's yeah. something I
1: learned. I didn't think
0: about it. Yeah, simple so, stuff you don't think about that. you just don't makes think about sense. because yeah.
1: gr- well, growing up it was always like we kept fish most or kept yeah. a lot of fish until. My dad and I started bass fishing a lot, you know, and then we started kind of, and then catch and release started coming on and, you know, we figured out that, hey, maybe we don't need to keep all, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, But before that, it was like, heck yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, Dinner. Fish is a fish, <laughs> you know, Bat, I will say this about trout, they're more, they're more sensitive and yeah. seems like than bass and crappie yeah. and catfish and like catfish or something. That fish are a beast, man. Dude, you can, like It'll live in, a, live in a cooler out there for a day, and you yeah. open the cooler, and it's like, wow, I want to go back in just the water. Stick your fist in <laughs> the Ready, hole ready to, to out go. By it's going and it's going to chow But a, a, a trout, you know, you pull it out of the water for a few seconds, and then yeah. it loses its mind. Um, so, just, yeah. Don't stress out over it, but at the same time, just be like, okay, great. Let's, let's let him have a second. If we're gonna throw him back, yeah. Um, one thing I would say to people is, like, and if you are gonna keep the fish, I feel like this is a big thing because I used to duck hunt, yeah, a lot. And
0: I wish you would start if you're, again. <laughs> I know. We had fun. Oh
1: uh, we did. But if you're gonna keep anything, like, uh, use it. You know, if yeah. you're going to keep, the, if you're going to keep the fish. All
0: I mean, is if you catch a big one and you want to stick it on is, your wall, I, I can't say that I wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, I, you catch, you're you right. catch right. You know what? That's, a, that's not a
1: big deal. The circles that I'm in most of the time, which I'm a 90% of the time, a fly fishing guy, like 95% of the time yeah. fly fishing. So that's kind of my, I mean, I could more easily take a beginner like you fly fishing and put you on fish with a fly rod easier than I could spinning rod. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's just what I'm used to, but, um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna take that, then, then use it. I feel like a lot of times people just keep stuff or kill stuff just to do it. Like with the duck, I think duck hunting's gotten bad about that. Or it was when I was, when I was getting out of it, I got out because I started working during the fall and winter, you know, on the river. And also, public land became kind of what it is today. Brutal. It's um, so all I hunt. It's
0: public land in Arkansas, but it's brutal. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I, w- I think back to when uh, Ty and I used to go when we were kids. And we could go during weekdays. um Like we would skip school. (laughs) This is terrible. This gonna (laughs) get us in trouble. Uh, Like I mean, there have been several days where skip school, drive to Ball Knob, um, just two kids in a little Nissan pickup truck with, you know, just beat up body and slick tires on it, going with a old Honda four tracks in the back. Um, go to Ball Knob and just go slam. Yeah. I mean couple of couple of kids out there. Yeah. And now I would assume There are a lot, that, lot of
0: kids out there.
1: But we wouldn't see anybody I mean, this was yeah. I was 16, sixteen. So I'm thirty now I'll be thirty one in January but so fourteen years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: And even up but even up to even up to ten years ago.
0: It's changed so much. Nine, eight years ago, duck hunting in Arkansas is. changed so much. Um, you know, which
1: I think it's, be- it's definitely f- become a it's different. It's
0: still fun, but well,
1: yeah, it, it's about.
0: It's a fashion. It's a it's a social media popularity contest. It's uh, you
1: know, Well, fly fishing is too. You know, it's it's the same thing. I no, think. the too. cool thing
0: is with fishing, man. You can you know hunting, you kill that duck. That duck's dead. You know. You, yeah. You, you either you either get that meat and you put it to good use and you eat it you you f- you feed people with it man it's it's so good if you know how to cook it right but if you don't it
1: sucks. Isn't it crazy how many yeah, like crazy. I think yeah. every duck hunter's found some in a trash can at a gas oh, station. Man, yeah yeah. Why is, a trash can at a gas station? I tell you what if every yeah. it, like and it's not just you know a, a a term that's used or like it literally a gas station trash can yeah. between the gas pumps yeah
0: they'll take their pictures and just throw them away man <sighs> give them away give them away i will gladly take any ducks that anybody wants to give away i mean um and i'm sure everybody that i cook for would love to have that too because we go through th- that duck meat um that's the great thing about fishing though you don't have to kill them you take care of them sure. you, you put them back in you catch them again yeah you know,
1: and it's and you get that moment. Yeah. You know, you get you get the what nobody else knows if you kept it and you cooked it and you ate it or if you just uh, release it and let somebody else catch it again. I mean, like I, I don't know. That's the only thing. When I'm releasing a really nice fish, the one thing that gives me like because I I really do feel like I've caught certain fish. A couple of times. Think you ever caught the same fish twice? I know for a fact that a buddy of mine and got not us but our clients. Yeah. Caught the exact same fish. Same day. Different no, uh, really? no, it was about about four weeks apart. That's awesome. About four weeks apart, big rainbow. Um, that up fish at the has dam. to think like, what but, am
0: I doing wrong in life? Well, <laughs> if it hadn't have been,
1: it was a very very. Um, this rainbow was very distinct. It was real faded. Yeah. It was real old. It almost looked like a. It, it didn't have many dots on it. It was real gray, real silvery. It almost looked like like a steelhead or a salmon. Um, which steelhead's a sea run rainbow trout. But um, no, that was. Sorry about that. A bit of, there we go. Um, what were we talking?
0: The trout that you caught twice. Yes. Or that you sorry. Really
1: caught twice. Um, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm just ADD is crazy, and I, so <laughs> I get on, uh, I know I get r- on a rabbit trail, a trail squirrel. and a squirrel over there. It's even worse that we're looking uh, like at a at a creek with this oh, beautiful yeah. backdrop behind yeah. it. So it's real distracting. Um, not that that uh, gives me gives me peace knowing that. You know, I release a nice fish, or have a client catch a nice fish, and there's a chance that it's gonna make somebody else a day too. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: And for me, yeah, it is like for me, it's hundred dollar bills. I mean, like that's a this crappy. How you pay your. That's a crappy way to put it, no, but it really. Not. it's how you
0: make a living, Yeah, I mean, it really you is. make I mean, people like, happy. If you <laughs> you you make people happy. Yeah. It's like I was telling you yesterday, when you when you are driving down the road and you have a boat behind your truck or whatever you're driving and you see it in the rearview mirror you know there's good times ahead it's so, hard to
1: not smile yeah, it?
0: yeah you know you you make a living by making people happy and that is awesome um let's talk but, about uh a gear a gear man if i'm if i'm sitting at home and i'm listening to this thing i'm like hey i want to go trout fishing
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do i need if, I, if yeah. i've if i've not you know i'm a I, you know i catch fish every once in a while um but i i want to go try my try my luck at trout fishing you know come out here to sillimore where we're at walk through the creek and what's my best route what kind of rod what kind of kind of bait
1: man it depends on um what what you're doing and when you're doing it as weird as that sounds um now let's it talk was about spinning all spinning around all around. If, if I'm a
0: if I'm a guy that fly fishes five six times a year, okay. Um, and I just want
1: You're, one like rod, real during, the, reel during combo, the split or whatever, or like during, during the summer, during the during spring, the winter, winter, summer, anytime. Okay. I um, come
0: up here. Used to come up here for um, family reunions to Mountain View. Uh, we would do that in April. You know, or we come up here. What's a what's a good just general combo setup? For
1: so me? for um spinning tackle uh, i say fly or let's talk about for fly it. Yeah. man so i tell everybody if you're unsure about getting into fly fishing um probably one thing if you can't first of all you don't know how much you're gonna like it until you have somebody that takes you that can take a lot of that really terrible horrible learning curve out of it yeah that can because so I hate sucking at stuff. I think you do. I mean, Absolutely. I know you do too. Absolutely. Nobody likes sucking at anything, but you know what? like I enjoy the struggle. I the enjoy struggle, the struggle, right? You we're I talking about love that. love
0: challenge, but
1: yeah, being the, bad at something is
0: it's frustrating.
1: And it it makes you you're like, all right, I'm going to Tell don't no. This thing is not gonna tell me I can't do it. You know yeah. I can do it. If if he can do it, I can do it. So That's if I haven't trout fished, stuff. do I? Is there, is there a video on so, YouTube I watch? Go. Uh, so if, if you haven't fly fished for trout before, please by all means. Um, before we should do a YouTube we, video. We should like a we setup do a tutorial. Yes. Uh, a, uh, how to set up a a rig. It's yeah. just a simple rig to take out. Yeah. anywhere and catch a few fish yeah, but, um,
0: but if you're looking for that now where do you go what do you do
1: right now if you if you're on a budget which i really feel like if you're just going to be the everybody everyday is. guy that um, if you're not is, on the
0: budget you call cameron lester and say yeah. teach me how to fly
1: <laughs> fish well i even i mean i got yeah yeah but i wouldn't spend a ton of money on um on gear right away however i would say this you want to if it's something you plan on doing, you want to invest in a rod with um a lifetime or I won't say it, not a lifetime warranty necessarily, but a good warranty. Yeah. Now, with rods, the common mistake that most people make is they go to Bass Pro or Cabela's and they buy a rod that's a hundred and ten dollars after tax and everything, right? Yep. And it's a Cabela's brand rod. Yeah that rod snaps two weeks later when they're fishing with it because they're fishing with a tungsten bead on a fly or a split shot and it hits the rod and you know they something happens and they jerk on the rod and it breaks the rod breaks well you could have spent a hundred dollars more and had a rod with a really good warranty like a 25 year warranty Uh, no questions asked, like you run over it with a truck on accident, you slam in the door, you're fighting a fish and it breaks, you know, as long as you have the blank to send in like, okay, here's your new rod, you know, for a hundred bucks more. So I would say look for, if you like the outdoors, you're not going to hate fly fishing.
0: Dude, it's I fun. think it's safe
1: to say, just
0: castiness. If you're fun,
1: yes. If you so, save yourself that cheap, real cheap, rod, and you can get a rod with a twenty-five year warranty for around two hundred dollars. Okay. And I know that for for people that buy a lot of like spin fishing tackle, that seems real expensive, um, but I would say. It, if it's something you plan on doing, then at least go ahead and spend that extra $100 and get, you know, get a good okay. setup. I, I look at the, like the, the Clearwater, Orvis has a Clearwater setup that's really good. Yeah. Um, it's got a so 25-year warranty.
0: I'm sitting here looking. I just type in, um,
1: I'm on Amazon,
0: uh, and I type in uh, fly so, fishing rod and reel combo, and it comes up $94. You get whatever you see here, you're looking at this
1: wild water.
0: Yeah. Um, but it, it, it comes with a, comes with a lifetime warranty. We're $94 into this thing. Um, it's got a lifetime warranty. It's got a lifetime warranty. It's, It's got 504 reviews that are like four and a half stars.
1: Is that something that?
0: Is that a feasible setup for somebody that just wants to go fishing? Yeah.
1: If it's got a lifetime warranty on it, okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it comes, I mean, it yeah. comes with all kinds of stuff, you know, now, tackle.
1: You're the only thing so, with, so which with if that, you're like
0: me, you're going to buy that. You're going to go fishing. You're going to go, man, I want something cooler. Exactly. So figure your, your personality out. I would yeah. say
1: that for sure. Figure like my personality is in the past. I would be like, Oh, I want to get into that, you know? And then I'd, buy i get like low low which everybody does you know you get a low end setup but i would say take your time a little bit and if you really are that type of personality that likes the outdoors you like to um i understand you want to get in a setup like and get it quickly if if that's the case if you want to get in a if you're just gonna setup, use it
0: five or six times a year if you're get,
1: yeah if you use it five or six times a year go for it
0: i'm a i'm a gear junkie man go for it. Uh, yeah you know my gear and another
1: uh, even cheaper route than that which i was i you saw me fishing with it this morning i fished with a 36 dollar fly rod this morning all morning long yeah. and
0: and we've probably got a thousand dollars worth of rods and reels out there yeah and you're yeah. fishing with a 30 dollars rod
1: yep it was just as fun. Yeah, It was fiber. There, and it's an eagle, eagle claw, five six weight, um, fiberglass fly rod off Amazon. Yep. That now, I would say if you're gonna get a rod that cheap, get a good line. Um, fly lines are gonna be surprisingly expensive. Yep. Um, spend fifty bucks on a good fly on you know, a fly line, sixty bucks, and then. From there, everything else is, it's fishing. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, you're gonna, you're not gonna have no money in it, but yeah. it's no different than all the crap you have to have to go bass fishing. It's probably cheaper than, I mean, you think of a, think of every time you lose a plug bass fishing. Oh, yeah. It's heart. it would be heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, that was $7. Oh,
0: my do Dude, gosh. I got a $15 nah. crankbait that I made a keychain out of, because... <laughs> the first time i took it out i bounced it off a dock and snapped the bill on it and i wanted to cry yeah it was such cool such cool crankbait and now it's a it's a keychain <laughs> never even caught a fish with it
1: yeah well they uh, they're expensive so yeah and so it doesn't matter what it is you know you're gonna have money in it yeah. and fly fishing's no it's no different i mean yeah. um but if those are the options, if you're wanting to get into, it, you need a good, so you want a five weight rod somewhere in there. That's okay. an all around rod. Um, fly rods are measured in weight. So, uh, a five weight, a nine foot five weight is about, it's good for trout. It's good for bass. you know, some bass fishing. If you're yeah. fishing, if you fish ponds a lot, if you got ponds at your house, you got broom and stuff in them. Well, five weights fine. You know, catch bass and broom on it um if you're wanting to to uh to do anything bigger than that um then you kind of need to go up in rod size not necessarily for the fish itself but for the size fly that you're going to be using and the type of line and i know it sounds like a lot but it's not it's not that complicated at all like i keep it's
0: not when uh, you know it
1: i i keep a very simple system like when i i'm I am a keep it simple stupid guy like keep it as basic as possible you know it's the little it's little stuff that's easy to do that will make the difference like you know using um using the right amount of weight um using the right uh the right size line um and using a fly or something that's in kind of the right wheelhouse, and then fish in the right water, you know, fish in the right spot. That's that's another, if, if you're just going to look out, going out to to catch a bunch of fish, and you're in Arkansas, and, like, let's so see, you don't know a fly to throw. If you're throwing a, you know, a sowbuck or a San Juan worm or an egg pattern or any one of those traditional flies at any fly shop or a flesh pattern, you know, anything that's a fly shop's going to hook you up with. Yeah. They're going to catch those trout if they're there and if they're eating. Um, I mean, it's now presentation is one thing like, but they're there and they're eating. So don't, don't, don't spend a ton of time, I guess, in, in one spot. But yeah.
0: So if you just want to go catch trout fish, you've been, a uh, you know, crappie, brim, bass, fisher, all your life. Yeah. Spinning combo.
1: Dude, I would do um trout, the trout magnet. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Smith, the guy that lives in Searcy, made uh trout magnet, and then uh, a good buddy of mine, um, the guys on the Little Red, little Myers, he runs the guide service, uh, sore lip them all for um trout magnet, and they're great. Yeah. They're great. They have. It's just an ultralight rod. Um, so a trout magnet setup, you buy every, you can buy everything you need in a kit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's really inexpensive. Um, it comes with a, a certain indicator or cork. Yep, and fly fishing we call them indicator because they I
0: mean, they're not bobbers or
1: they're, they're yeah indicators. fly fishermen have to have this like they got their lingo they have I'm to have this. something that makes them feel like a notch above <laughs> it's, it's it's a cork is all it's a bobber yeah so basically a it's basically a popping cork is what a, a mini mini popping cork you know it's kind of v-shaped and you want to set it Uh, A lot of it depends on how fast the river is moving or how deep the water you're fishing is, but from day to day, um, you know, you want to have it about, I don't know, five feet deep, six feet deep, uh, below that, you know, if you're fishing deeper, if you're in real shallow stuff, obviously, slide that down but
0: that's one thing that surprised me yesterday is how deep you had me fishing because you know i'm used to lake fishing and in two and three feet four feet deep of water you know we had a we had a five foot you know between between our your indicator
1: bobber and, and your fly yeah and our fly so it's so- um
0: so that was something that was different to me and was really hard for me to overcome the thought of this man i'm fishing way too deep
1: so it's with water that's moving, or uh, the water like trout water. <laughs> if
0: sounds like that's, I'm, I'm That's wine
1: a going into a glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that water's moving, then your depth is going to be just as much determined by your weight as it, it is. It's
0: lateral movement your, as much as depth too.
1: Yes. Yes. So trout are real they know exactly what speed food is coming down the river you know when it's not attached to a fishing line that's the main thing is is drag the current up top is different than the current down on bottom so um, a lot of time you just want to make sure that your fly is not or your your lure your trout magnet your fly your whatever it is that if you're in moving water and it's drifting Make sure that the current is not pulling that thing back up to the surface. You know you got to keep it. Excuse me. You got to keep the the. There are a few different columns of water, and it's like the current varies in each column. So you just want to keep it down there in the bottom, and whatever amount of weight it takes to get it there, it's kind of what you need to use. Uh, usually with a trout magnet setup. Um, so. The trap magnet itself is so light that I don't know what that
0: is. What is that? Sounds like a really mean truck outside it. I don't does.
1: Know. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah. Anyway, with the trap magnet set up, um I think a three aught split shot is usually about I uh, know that maybe it may be a little heavy. Uh, you may want to go a little lighter than a three aught, but all you put the split shot on there for really if the water's not high and if you don't need the weight to get down all you put it on there for is to help cast that lure out okay so the main difference between fly fishing and fishing with a spinning rod is when you cast a traditional fly setup you're casting the weight of the line you're not casting the weight of the lure so when you cast a bass rig you're casting the weight of that sinker or that you know jig or whatever it is you're fishing that's what is carrying your line out so you know you however much arm strength you put into it you're just throwing that hunk of metal yeah. okay with flies they're they are weighted you know like they have used beads and tungsten beads and stuff on them but not near enough to cast with a spinning rod so a trout mag is a fairly you know it would be a it would be a medium heavy fly a heavy fly a trout magnet would um I think it's on probably like a 64 ounce jig head I don't know they got different the unique
0: 164 ounce shad dart head yeah yeah I have googled
1: they're great trout
0: magnet while we're talking um they're great we've heard him say trout magnet several times um I'm not familiar with that term basically it's a it's a jig it's a trout jig it's a synthetic
1: yeah it's a in,
0: it's a, it's, a, soft it's pl- a synthetic,
1: soft plastic. It's a soft plastic, basically. It looks like a little worm with a split tail. If you've ever fished a beetle spin before, it looks like a tail of a beetle spin on a jig hook, and they work great.
0: Trout, um, yeah.
1: Now, the, I think what really works with that, kind of going back to finishing that setup, is if you, know, you want to put your split shot above your trout magnet or above um, whatever it is if it's too light to cast for you with your spinning rod, you can yeah. put, put some weight on it. That's what, like, then you're able to cast it because with the weight of your split shot, then, you know, that's going to carry it out. So, uh, you know, set your popping cork, uh, nipple deep, your bobber, nipple deep, head okay. high, whatever, and then, you know, about 18 inches above your trout magnet or your lure, put a little split shot. Um, I always... If I'm fishing split shot or weight, a lot of times I'll put it above a knot, um, keep it from sliding down. Keep it from sliding down. Yeah, just connect. I use a blood knot to connect pieces of line and uh, put my weight above that. Uh, so you cast it out, and with the trout magnet, really a lot of kind of twitching and popping. And I think what ideally is it's kind of like a popping cork you know that they use for speckled trout and redfish and stuff like have you ever seen those no so a popping cork's just it's on the surface of the water it's really loud and Mm -hmm. And it's got beads and stuff on it and bang together and basically the cork is the fish off yeah the cork gets their attention and then they look up and they see oh well there's this you know behind it so I think that's a little bit of something that really goes on with the trout magnet that helps is using that, that trout magnet cork. It's cone shaped and it just pushes a little bit of water and they're, they're cheap. I mean, it's not like trying to sell trout magnet stuff or anything, but they're, they're cheap. You know, there's just the, there's a cost of what another one would be. It sounds like you're sponsored by trout. Yeah. (laughs) No way, shape or form, but they, they're great. I mean, I know the guys are great guys are great lures. Um, check them out and and it's an arkansas company so yep, that's, and that's what that's we're here for is even better everything but
0: Arkansas.
1: pink uh just all the time pink's awesome white i'm sure chartreuse whatever um cast it out twitch it and pop it back to you and um you know watch that that bobber
0: yeah
1: that's all there is to it
0: throw me a couple of uh landings and locations um people want to people want to get out tomorrow and they want to go fish not we're not going to say tomorrow by going off conditions but just general areas uh that people can google find the location to them just rattle off a couple for me um if
1: if you want to if you want to wade and fish which i feel like the majority of of people you know I, i would not suggest if you're not really comfortable in a boat um and
0: I know a lot of people that take their, their aluminum fishing boats, their aluminum duck hunting boats, my neighbor, um, him and his boy and his wife, uh, two or three times a year, they'll just jump in their aluminum boat and they'll go trout fishing. Yeah.
1: So it, if you should be, be comfortable in your boat before you correct, get it on yeah. a river, is it, you know, wear like a life jacket, yeah, uh, just <laughs> be cognizant of the fact that you're not on a lake, you're yeah. on a moving body of water and it's. Those, much and stronger the than it looks and it feels vastly. like it, it does yeah. and i've seen i mean i've seen people almost sink boats you know i mean it's been I've seen crazy stuff where you're thinking man how did that boat not flip or yeah. um but just be careful um you know i would say uh if you're wanting to fish out of a boat and it's your first time um an easy stretch a river to navigate would be lobo on the little red lobo landing you put in there uh Bo and renee have a nice little landing there they in can there. sell trout magnet stuff cabinet
0: cabins, right there like you can literally
1: just show up there buy it, whatever you would need right there at the landing and go fish they even have they and have these boat fly shops
0: and these landings and these people talk to them ask them
1: they're gonna tell. They're gonna tell oh, yeah, you what the fish are
0: biting. They're gonna tell you. I mean, you
1: saw yesterday, yeah, like the, like it's not a. They want you
0: to come back. You know, they want you to be successful because that's what drives their business. So don't be scared to ask. Um. You know, because they're gonna give you the good info. Well, they're not gonna hide I, any secrets from you.
1: I've become. I don't want to say calloused to questions as a guy or as a guide or whatever, but like you get asked the same questions because. Yeah. It is. It's all the same question. are the like, fish biting? Right. And so you kind of get to where you have just a standard answer for everything that's yeah. already pre-planned. And so one thing that I've tried to do more of is like, I notice when people are really interested in, in it. And, and I kind of try to read if, okay, you know, they asking me cause they, they want to learn like, and most of the time they are. Like with you, you're like, how did you do that? Cause you really wanted to know. So yeah. for me, when somebody really wants to know, it's so much, so intriguing for me to teach them. It's so fun for me to be like, here, isn't that cool? You know, like yeah. that's all it is. That's it. Like you saw what we were fishing yesterday, what we were doing. Now watch what we were doing seemed real simple, right? The concept of it pretty much. Somewhat, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, and we didn't have a great bite, but we caught plenty of fish and had a good time drifting down the river and it's not like it was rocket science or anything. It didn't seem like it, Yeah, but it's a lot of little things that get you to that simplicity, I guess is what you could say. Um, making sure that, you know, you've got the, you don't want to use real thick um, line, you know, with, with trout on a moving body of water. Drag is your main problem. So the bigger the line with fishing, of any kind think of it big rope versus small rope um it's going to just catch more water it's got more surface yeah. area so it's going to pull the lighter your lure is the slower it's going to sink um, line man the more i do the more i fish the more i really feel like line choice makes a difference on fish that are pressured yep so what's, I would your, say what's your
0: preference of line
1: depends on what i'm doing for trout fishing i like if you're gonna fish in monofilament fish four pound test four pound fluorocarbon five pound just starting out um if you're fly fishing you can use i mean they sell tippet yeah um it's a little spool it comes in 30 and 100 yards spools. and tippet is basically it's a fancy fly fishing term for light line uh that's now tippet is expensive fluorocarbon tippet is expensive for a reason because you get a stronger poundage at a thinner diameter so i have some pretty thin diameter line that is six pound line you know yeah but you pay for it yeah so the way to get around it is just use a liter i mean fish don't care and for those out right.
0: there, you've got, you've got a couple different kinds of line. When we talk, we've got, you've got fluorocarbon, um, benefits of fluorocarbon is it's very clear. It's, uh, it sinks, um, monofilament, um, monofilament is a more buoyant line. Um, tends to float. I know in the bass fishing world, we use it for top water stuff a lot. Um, then you've got braid, braid doesn't hold memory, um, very thin for the poundage, um, doesn't hold memory um where your your monos not as bad as memory um
1: mono tends to
0: fluorocarbon holds memory a lot um, fluorocarbon is in, really
1: tough if yeah, you don't if you're that's
0: in spinning reels is where you really see the difference in that
1: yeah because with a fly i mean with my fly setups you know the most fluorocarbon i have on at any point in time no more than I mean, six or seven feet big, most yeah. of the time yeah. i mean so it never gets you never really have to screw with the fluorocarbon like you do on a spinning rod if you put a i mean put a put fluorocarbon on a spinning rod and (laughs) put fluorocarbon on a spinning rod and uh it's gonna make a bird's nest on you a lot uh it's just a pain so i tell everybody either i mean tie a swivel on tie yeah. a, a ring you know a metal ring a yeah. snap ring anything doesn't matter tie a good knot a blood knot to your monofilament and build that leader down from there yeah um you don't have to i mean you don't have to go spend a ton of money and i don't think it makes that bigger a difference as long plus on with spinning tackle the lighter the line the easier it is to cast so yeah. it's going to be easier to cast that real that lighter weight because in the scheme of things they're not very heavy lures Ish. that you that you fish for fly you know or that yeah. you trout lures aren't traditionally real heavy lures um it's not like you could take your bait caster and cast the trout magnet out unless you put way too much weight not on gonna it, it. No. um all
0: right, i've been at this for for a little over an hour so um we know lobo landing you uh you brought that one up is there another good place you may go uh if popular you know good easy
1: yeah, um let me think here it for walk in acts that would be another that would be a good because you can have if you're a by boat. yourself. Well and if you do even have a boat a lot of times it's just as much fun or more fun to go wade and fish yeah. by the time you screw around with a boat and then you're if depending on what section of river you're on, it's sometimes it's hard to control a boat and fish. Yeah. And especially on a river. True.
0: I had you doing that for me yesterday. While so, I was fishing, did you, you notice
1: how when I was just screwing around and letting the boat do whatever it wanted to do? Yeah. Didn't really catch any fish. Yeah. But when you get the boat lined up and you drift the same speed as the current and, you know, I'll do it a lot with clients. Like, you slide your – you can know, move the – every guy does it, but you just kind of move the boat around to, to give, you know, the the, the best angle. Yeah, I or guess. put, put yeah. it on an angle and then – if your line starts to get tight, like a good guide will kind of ease towards your fly a little bit to, to loosen it up, take that drag off of it. Yeah. It's just hard to do a real good job of controlling the boat and fish. Yeah. So a good walk-in so place so. would be? good walk-in place would be um, the dam, JFK. Yep. Uh, That's that, on Goose Ferry, uh, or Heber. Uh, in Heber. Heber yep. uh, from there, the next one down would be Cal Shoals uh be careful Cal, Cal shoals is is uh you turn on mm-hmm. highway 110 go past max fish house and heber keep driving um it'll be on your left hand side there's a road uh cow Cal- or it, it turns into Cal shoals road yeah. um or it's right across from the exxon the hollands exxon yep. um right there in good town thing,
0: good thing is the good old world wide web and uh Smartphone apps will take us directly to it'll these take places. you directly
1: to that's in that awesome what yeah. in the world did yeah. we do before that no and the idea. thing is is like this this information is all like it's out there. you exactly. can take little bits and pieces in I mean, like I watched YouTube videos of what people do in Alaska to catch fish and you don't have to just take little bits and pieces of what yeah. you use and develop your own system all a system you know and develop your own not everybody's gonna rig stuff or fish stuff exactly the same way yeah um but once you develop your systems, kind of stick to it um but yeah cow shoals uh, libby shoals sorry uh swinging bridge is another good one winkley shoals probably real popular uh libby shoals below that um Painburn uh shoals or right there at the Bridge at Payburn, and then Ramsey Access, yep. and then 305 Access. Um, you can all you can walk into yeah. all those. There's some on low water. You can wade. Uh, yeah, get out and do it. Okay. I mean, or the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to stand in a river, and it's going to be peaceful.
0: It's going to be beautiful.
1: It's going to be beautiful, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the worst thing that's going to happen, yeah. and you're not really going to think about anything except why am I catching these fish or why am I not oh, catching them? yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Uh, you know, I will say uh, yesterday was my first full day of fly fishing. Um, I have done a little fly fishing, um, not very much at all. Most of my trout fishing comes with spinning rod, light tackle, stuff like that. It was a challenge. Um, It's been, it was, it's the first thing that I have, it's the first time in a long time that I've learned something new, learned a new art. Um, I think the last thing I did where I I come from having no clue of what I was doing to learning was snowboarding. They're both equally as hard. Um, If you can afford it, um, call Cameron up, get out there and let him teach you how to, I can attest from experience, if you go with him one day, you will learn enough to be more confident to go out on your own, and you will enjoy the experience a lot more. Um,
1: Man, I don't
0: know, Cameron. You've you've got your rates. Um, they are what they are. Do you have like a first-time beginner's rate? Somebody that's never been fishing? Do you, do you help them out?
1: Nope. Okay, <laughs> Rock on Don't do it then
0: um, So nope. Hey The man's gotta pay Dude, his bills look, He's got man. two beautiful no, no, little here's, girls here's And a, a wife Let me, so. me
1: explain And this is a great time To kind of I'll, At this point in my life I'm like There's a lot of Talk Like even Think about it At the fire station How Firemen talk about things That only firemen get Cameron is an early but, Retired fireman By yeah, the way okay. He he was a <laughs> Captain um oh. for the Sherwood
0: Fire Department. And um uh he, he, he took he took an, an early acre. retirement to yeah, follow his on. dream and his that's his love and his passion for these river fish, um and for oh, doing man. what he does. He loves doing it. Um yeah. you know he loves I
1: love being I love being out doing things yeah. like doing with people. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Getting so. and the the hardest part is getting out and doing it. Absolutely. And yeah. what I was gonna say about um we were talking about rates and all that, so for like for me growing up, I never in a million years would ever have been able to afford a guide like to um for my folks to get a guide for you know like yeah. it just and you're, you like are we grew up hell yeah. we grew up a lot together, yeah, but like you know what I mean, it's not like me and you, ten, twelve, thirteen years ago. Could have afforded. Yeah. And it's not something we
0: were taught. Our parents just said, get out there and do it. Yeah. You know, you don't... Which was good. Which was good. Which is good. Yeah. Fly fishing, there's an art to it. Um, And that's what I'm saying. If you can, give Cameron the chance to teach you because you can learn so much. It will save
1: you that... It will save you... um, It's the the difference between you going
0: a second time and saying, this sucks. I'm not going trout fishing again. I'm not going fly fishing. Well,
1: and it's also... Now this is gonna sound like I'm not trust me, I'm not I'm not trying to sell guide trips. Yes you are. They pay your bills. Well they they do, <laughs> but it's like you know if it takes so much of the learning curve out it's not even It's not funny at all. It's not even there's no way funny I, it stuff. would have taken me six months. Stuff little simple things it took me six months to learn on my own i could have instantly learned and been catching a lot more fish had i gotten in i'm not saying use i'm not saying use me Heck, a lot of times i'm booked and so i have you know just the the guide community here it's is really awesome. good like we all there were four or five different other. guides
0: on the river yesterday and as we floated by all of them they all knew everybody they all said hello um, had
1: one guy tell us he was catching, you know. Yeah, he told us, "Hey, man, it's right good here. right here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, get in behind us." We had another guy. Hey, cool? y'all, are, y'all are staying here for the weekend. I'm off for the next couple of days. Come up to my farm and hang out with me. They're all good friends. Um, yes, they're competitors. Yes, they all make a living doing well, this. But back to what I was saying, I learned enough yesterday that it would have taken me, like Cameron said, you know. 10 12 15 fishing trips to just learn what he taught me in a four hour trip you know um so it's worth it if you can do it do it um everybody thinks think of these it's going fun that it's expensive that these these guys are doing what they love i learned yesterday that my buddy and my guide doesn't get to fish every day for a living <laughs> he rows a boat that ties knots for a living
1: uh, um it's a lot different. it's
0: it's a lot of work these guys put in and that's what you're paying for
1: yeah um, well i mean we were talking working. about being able to just if your guide is terrible at fishing if nothing else like you have somebody navigating a boat down yeah. the river for you like yeah there's a,
0: no way a single person could fish where we were if, at yesterday
1: think about if you have your boat like let's say you get a you got an awesome boat and you put it in the river, yeah. How nervous would you have been on in some of those shoals and stuff, or going over some of the that stuff in, not knowing that river? Not you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have been worried about my boat. I'd have been worried about my
0: prop. Right. Because I'm mean to my boat. Yeah. Um. My prop on the other hand, I'd have probably had to buy a new one today yeah
1: but there would have been a lot of gray area where you're like i don't can i can i make that because there was one point where we're running up river
0: and cameron pointed this out when we're doing it you're looking at the river and there's a shoal there's a drop off that we were running full speed i don't know what we run in your boat 25 26 miles an hour he's like i can't let off right here because if i do we will wreck this thing the river literally stepped up four foot off a shoal it wasn't a waterfall but it was a it was a very quick drop and we're running upstream in a prop boat man i'd have sent four <laughs> people over the front of my boat and either broken yeah. aluminum or sheared
1: some pins on You're, my
0: stainless props well
1: and if it's anything other than a gravel bottom you can't really get away with that but with in that particular spot it's gravel bottom so it's like if you let off the back of your boat sinks down and your jet's gonna suck up stuff and then you're screwed but like you i don't i was yeah just to everybody if you get out take your time go on an easy stretch of river first and get comfortable with it yeah and then like wear a life jacket for a few times jacket out. it's yes and enjoy the river we all have families enjoy it to too.
0: Why. And they deserve you wearing the life jacket. And be
1: curt to okay, this would be a great time to say this about yes. if to the the dem- the uh, demographic listening to this um well is probably like a lot of duck hunter, hunter, whatever, you know.
0: Hunter, fish. And I'm everybody. sure
1: like in that world it's perfect What's common courtesy? It, there's no common Right. So in on the rivers, like just don't be a jackass in your boat. Yeah. You know, if you're driving by people... Slow down. Slow don't down. Don't create get, a wake for them. Yeah, wave at them. Hey, how's it going? You know, it, it's... Everybody's happy. It, Everybody... It, there is... Nobody's mad at you for being here. Right, right. and yeah. But don't... don't. It, very rarely on the river do you find that mentality of like, got to get to the spot first, got to get to the spot first. Did you notice that? Like, there's no... There is No, isn't, I there, didn't notice that at all. There because, isn't that out there at all because there's literally so many fish... Everywhere. everywhere and spots that like okay he's here well, let's just move down 250 yeah. 300 yards and there's another spot just like it so you go
0: duck hunt you're going to a spot if
1: somebody's yep. there you are pissed yep and that's <laughs> an, another nice thing yeah. about going fishing for a weekend or two or yeah. is that no pressure
0: yeah
1: no pressure man um so we're gonna wrap this
0: up cameron give me a little information for, for everybody listening to this if they want to book a trip with you um where do they call where do they go online to find you and do they do this a week out do they call you say how hey, i want to go fishing tomorrow let them know how let them know the best route to do that
1: so um the easiest way probably is just to go to my website is uh, leaderfishingco.com leaderfishingco.com um and the rates and everything are on there. I do for two people. I do um 300 for a half day uh for and what is two that that people. includes everything. You no, bring I'm their sorry. Rods. no, it's 275. Yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot. 275 for two people for a half day. And then it's 400 for a full day. Okay. for two people. Um yeah, and that's a great thing is like if you it, it works out better like financially because at a certain point, it's not worth a guide taking. People talk about the price of a guide trip, but you saw the equipment that we used yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like, and we we still, got a lot of money's worth stuff, and oh, yeah. so what some people might say, like, oh, that's that's high, but it's it's really by the time everything's said and done. You know, yeah, we just talking. make a decent, we just make a living doing what we love. That's it. That's, yeah. It's not like you're going to get rich guiding. There's no, there's no guides here that are like, just throw, you know, I'm rich James. Ah, ah, yeah. Ah, just yeah. slinging money around. It doesn't happen like that. But but
0: you're paying for a good experience. Y- you are. You're getting all your gear provided. Um, they're, they're telling you what to do. They're teaching you. They're providing for you. I I went to pay for our food yesterday, and the lady was like, "Um, normally our guides pay for our food. I was like, yeah, well, unfortunately, he's not (laughs) guiding today, so I'm buying his food. Um, By the way, if you are in... uh, Norfolk. In Norfolk, stop by... What was the name of that place? Heidi's. Heidi's Ugly Cakes.
1: Heidi's. Man, Um, she
0: makes a mean sandwich. Sweet um, lady.
1: Good food. Stop by there to get you some food. There's a... if you take a trip with one of the, the guides that, like, live up here, um, they eat there just almost
0: all... Oh, I'd eat there daily They eat there all the time.
1: Yeah, they eat there all the time. It's amazing. Just got the... Three people
0: up. was 25 bucks, yeah, and, like,
1: it. we had lunch and dinner mm-hmm. off, of, off of it, so... Yeah, and it's the best sandwich you've ever put in your mouth. I'll yeah.
0: So... Port. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We're going to wrap this up.
1: Um thank Thanks for having me. Yeah. That was incredible. Thank Give you. Give us a phone number, Cameron. Yep. Uh, 501-749-3825. That's okay. That's 501-749-DUCK. That was a long time Duck. ago. It's been that way for many, many moons. That's good. Um, Cameron Lester. <laughs> or if you want to get real dirty. They're another leader fly
0: leader fly fishing company. Um, He does he does the trout. He does the fly fishing. He does the river. He also does hybrid um, and And light tackle on Greer's Ferry Ferry Lake. Um, So do
1: fishing with a fly rod on Greer's Ferry. Yeah. So so if you uh, want to, you're
0: out on Greer's and you want to go,
1: let him know. And there's during the summertime, um, you on the lake. It's pretty much you. You don't have to have any skill um catching the whites and hybrids no skill involved like you could bring a six-year-old kid and they could do it type of stuff out there so awesome um yeah but yeah that's that's the website check it out it'd be awesome um if not then get out and fish or get out and do something Get
0: outside in arkansas we have a beautiful state and we love it and that's all folks thank you for tuning in until next time
1: heck yeah dude